I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. You know that the reality. Everybody's getting naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tiffany Stoker. I'm Aaliyah Bowles. And, and this, this is Life Between Gigs. Hey, Aaliyah. Hey, Tiffany. I think that's a one girl. Good, how are you, my love? I'm living the dream. Yes. Why are we living the dream so much today? Because we, we do what we want. What's inspiring you right now? Uh, shit. That's not. We ask each other every time. Ariana Grande. That's that's real. Just that song. I love it. Which part is your favorite part? <laughs> There's two. Can I hear them? Yeah, sure. We Just vibe the part with the That's the only we part We vibe that it. Me. We vibe it. And then she does the. Da, da, da. It was a and I can't. Stop this part. And she goes, Guess I'm so shut your mouth. Just that. It's so mm-hmm. stupid, but I love it's it. It's empowering. <laughs> She's just like floating and full of rainbows. Just shut your mouth. And, yeah, the yeah. Ra- oh, God, live for rainbows. Who doesn't want to wear a cupcake dress like that? Oh, I love that dress. <sighs> What's inspiring you, Tiffy? Childish Gambino. Yeah, yeah. Childish Gambino is what's inspiring me right now. Uh, that music video was everything. And I just have to share the reason I'm especially inspired is because. I work uh, on the Upper West Side with some lovely people, but every now and then you come into uh, some people who just live a different life, <clears throat> privileged, you know, from, right. from others. So anyway, she was trying to make conversation because she was trying to look good in front of her date, and she was like, you know, Childish Gambino, oh yeah, I love them, but you know, I saw their performance, and I was disturbed. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, yeah. That's I the mean, point. maybe that was. Um, you work with special people. Well, this is my new mantra. Not if it shakes you, it is meant to wake you. Oh, so shake and bake. Fish. Shake and bake, but anyway, shake and wake. If you, all I'm saying is, if oh you were God. offended or disturbed, good. We should patent that shake and wake, like shake and bake. Okay. It's ours. Yeah, that's how you pet things, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good. You know what else is inspiring me? What? Because we're me. in a new setting today. Oh my god, we are! Where are we? I don't know! How did we get here? Oh god, who did this? We are in Philadelphia today because why the fuck not? Because we're spreading our love. We're spreading our way in a safe, clean way. Yes, and today. Oh. Just sweet baby angel. Some dream boats. Some dream sweet baby angel. Why'd you go ahead and introduce yourself? <laughs> um, I'm Will Connell. Uh, I am originally from New York, but I am in Philadelphia for almost 10 years. <laughs> yes, Sam. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sam. Um, I'm originally from Boulder, Colorado, but I live in Philadelphia. Yes! Yes. So our Philly-based boys. Mm -hmm. Yes, who I met... Oh, Oh. Uh, decades ago. No, sober. I feel like Definitely it was decades. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost. Maybe like, oh wait, that's like five. Yeah. yeah it's oh, been, shit. That was winter of 2014. That was January. You guys did Rain the show winter. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I got a brain like an elephant. Yeah, yeah, I got a cut Is that loose. true? Yeah, that's true. Elephants really remember everything? That's what they say. Ask one. How well- <laughs> So I met them in 2014, we said, because I did a show. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was actually, I didn't know he wasn't. So I met <laughs> these two through our wonderful friend, 
Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. Lammy. Um, and it was love at first sight. Truly. Yeah. And then that's and then we hung out in the car on the way home. And we Precious laughed. Precious unique Elliot. We, we, we laughed, laughed unique the audience. entire until we hyperventilated. Yeah. And, and so that was the, the beginning of the end. These two are dating. I try and be the third person. They're not into being a throuple. But, but if we were. But if you two were, right? Yeah. You'd totally be down. Mm -hmm. I'd slather you right on to our relationship. Yeah! Oh, I you. can't wait. Don't slather our friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's inspiring you? I met a dog today. And that oh. was pretty inspiring. What kind of dog? He was a, like a yellow lab, and he was very happy, and his name was Serb. Serb. Yeah. yeah. That's and he was just running free. Just running free. And that was pretty inspiring. No leash? No leash. It was inside. We went in to oh, see a wedding enough. venue today, mm -hmm. and he was just running around the venue, oh. welcoming all the people. Yeah, he was really cute. And dogs are pretty inspiring. Oh my god, can you have a dog in your wedding? Um, we asked if he would be included in the package. In the, I mean, I could talk about dogs I mean, for hours. I right, okay. Like a Bernese Mountain dog. Literally could German talk about German Shepherd. <laughs> Golden Doodle. Like, Go oh, he this could is really like that, go. It's like that scene in, which no. one? Uh, Best Guess in Show. Mott Pond Nut. Grape Macadamia <laughs> Nut. White <laughs> Macadamia <laughs> Nut. <laughs> Holland Pepper. So, <laughs> what's inspiring you? What is inspiring yeah. me? Um... I just recently read uh, Little Fires Everywhere. Ooh. It's a fantastic novel about... I don't want to give too much away. Who recommended that to read you? It. Uh, actually, you did. Oh, oh okay. Um, okay. Interestingly okay. enough, Sounds you familiar. did. We do this thing that Sam got me as a gift for Is it Book of the Month? Christmas. I'm so, oh, guys, so I'm great. so generous. It's you okay. <laughs> cool. We... I just want to share the things I learned <laughs> with the people I love. Exactly. <laughs> We uh, but so this book was one of them, um, and it's about it's set in the nineties. It, it by? It's by, okay. So I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Celeste, mm -hmm. and she's Asian American, and and her last name is N G, which I'm guessing is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we here in our home have this joke that we're like that the person who published the book didn't like she's like Celeste. She's like Cher or right, just Madonna, name, right, etc. And so know, they were like, well, designing ilk. the cover. They were like, well, Celeste, wait, what's mm, your last name? Mm, mm, Celeste, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste, mm. And someone's like, how do you spell that? They're like, mm. that's probably NG. what happened. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're gonna have to ask Celeste when we're, there's when we're done asking the elephants. Wildly, wildly this. racist <laughs> immigrant out? official who was like. No, 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 that's her, and that's mm -hmm. her family name oh, yeah. forever. You know, Ellis like, Island, messing things up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But it's a, she's, a, she's a really wonderful author. She is, incredible. Um, All joking And the aside. book is going to be a Hulu show starring Reese Witherspoon, who seems to review she reads every everything. single book yeah. that ever comes out. Well, really if like, I had her money, oh. I'd have three libraries. Okay? She, has, so. she has a book club, a la Oprah Winfrey, is like she has some favorite things. Yeah. I randomly like I went. Th I like reading thrillers of, of, with uh, unreliable, unreliable female, female authors or no, narrators. <laughs> narrators, not authors. I know nothing. And so about I like got a lot of them. And it just so they happens. Sorry, right. Celeste. <laughs> and it just so happens mm -hmm. that Reese Witherspoon reads every single one of them, and she's like, "I love this book, y'all." Reese Witherspoon on the yeah. back of every book I've ever. So read. spooky. <laughs> y'all. Little fires everywhere is what's inspiring. Okay, little me. fires everywhere. Great. Um, <laughs> Sammy Nene. Yeah. 
Instagram handle. Yes! <laughs> Where did you, what is it that people say? The bug. Like, oh, when got... did I get infected? Yes, because you're <laughs> such <laughs> a ham, and you're so funny. Go on. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, well, I started in Boulder, Colorado. Okay. So I have, it's weird, I have this family member, my, through marriage, it's like my uncle's ex-wife's blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an actress, and like, my, my family, there's nobody in my family who really does the arts. My parents were lawyers. My sister, I don't know what she does. <laughs> <laughs> And so this family member, her name's Frida, she's an actress who lives in California. And so like, I don't know, I, she, she was the voice of Mulan's mother in the, in the movie Mulan. That's right. And Mulan 2, the sequel. Uh, and this, Mulan, Mulan 2. Mulan 2. So she's actually known more for her work in Mulan 2. She's a wonderful actress. She, she um, is, she's a, uh, yeah, and she lives in, and so anyways, that, there was like that, Pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met her when I was pretty young. Um, I don't know exactly. It started when I was like five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started doing plays. Like really, I think the first play I did was Winnie the Pooh. I played Piglet. Oh, stop. Which, you know, that's that's a good way to start. Yeah. Golden all, opportunity. Hit the road running. It's the only way to start. Talk yeah. about originating a role. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wore pink. Because. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, sensible. Really genius costume. <laughs> I don't know, I did like, I did like, you know, when you just, get started yeah, young, you do acting camps every summer. Yeah. And then as I got older, I went to an interlocking arts camp for four summers in Michigan. Best summers of my life. Did shows there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to college for musical theater. And my mom was like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So then I went to the University of the Arts for musical theater, and that's how you ended up in Philly. That's what brought me out yonder, away from the mountains and into the Smog. filth. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Look at that. I have Mulan stuck in my head now. Yeah. It's okay. We'll take care of that. She. It was cool because I. I would go out there, and I, she was on Seventh Heaven, and she took me uh, to see them shoot. A scene of Seventh Heaven. Like I remember sitting there in the cold. They were shooting a pizzeria scene, and I watched for six hours while they filmed this this scene. And then I remember I was so excited. Like I don't know, like two months later when the episode aired, mm-hmm. and I watched it, and it was like a thirty second scene. Stop. And it took six yeah. hours. Six yeah. hours. And they, I remember they had to keep redoing it because an airplane kept flying over. <gasps> They'd be like, stop, <laughs> reset. And I was, I mean, I was fast. You're like it, enthralled. At the end, I was like, my mom was like ready to go. And I, I didn't even know it had been six hours. It was so interesting to watch. Even if seventh, I mean, come on. Not seventh the, heaven. Not the, okay. The most riveting stuff in the world. Right. You sure. know. I mean, although there that, is an episode where at that, that age, though, gets like, shot. it was really, <laughs> everything. yeah. I, I never forget. I always, I never forget. I always remember. Welcome to <laughs> the Department of Redundancy okay. Department. Just, you know, make sure the theme is established. And I, then uh, I never forget when they said the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. There was like some reason that? why, I don't know. Somebody, oh, one of those kids me. said that it. just hit me. And I, oh, I'm always like, heard? yeah. And I always think about that when I'm walking places. Jessica Biel. Right? She Jessica Biel, who is from Boulder, Colorado. <gasps> bada bing, bada boom. Full circle. Part of your plan. You just did your whole. That's the entirety of me. And we're done. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you came to Philadelphia, and what was the plan? You know, I didn't have one. Cool. I was like, four years of college, and then I'll be, you know, an actor. Mm-hmm. Set for life. Of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and my mom, I remember, she was Whoops. like, well, great. And my mom, like, using her brain, and my dad, they were both like, you know, you should, you should, is there a way, do you want to, like, maybe learn something else? Well, well they, were, they were always supportive about theater. They love theater. But, you know, they have brains. They still do. Mm-hmm. And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you should maybe, you know, get a minor in something. And I was like, no. Like, theater or bust. And then I graduated, and I was like, you know, it'd be nice <laughs> if I like had other skills. <laughs> so you were right, mom and dad. So what you. did you find? Well, actually, I graduated, and I, I stayed in Philadelphia. A lot of people from my class moved to New York, and some of them found great success there. But I liked the idea of staying in Philly and using the connections I made through the school, which did help me. I, I got a lot of jobs through that, and I worked pretty consistently for a, like four, four or five years. As an actor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then, you know, sometimes things don't work out and you go for long periods of time not getting work and you have to, like, find a way to make the money, which is what my parents had always told me. I was like, nah, that won't happen. <laughs> Hashtag but, why we made this podcast. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, that's just, like, part of growing up. And yeah. so... I found, it is, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I found other ways to make money, but my focus is always going to be acting and it'll always be there. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing right now? So I do a lot of photography. Um, I started doing that in college. I was like taking pictures of my friends. I was like, look how good I can make you look. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money yeah. and then I'll do it I'll even better. Do it even better. Yeah. <laughs> and actually you are tired me um, to take pictures of like their uh, productions and do promotional photography. Oh, look at that. So that I was really that. cool. Yeah. So like even though I didn't minor in anything, they gave me this opportunity to like further learn how to do pho- photography and stuff right. like that. Right. Very cool. So that was cool. And so I still do that as much as I can. And I walk dogs all the time. Back to but do- as we learned earlier, walk, you love dogs. So I'm know, thinking that like border collies, chihuahuas. Mutts. I Mutts. Think, I don't think he knows great dogs. Great. I have yet to walk a great day. Oh, I have not walked. What about a Newfoundland? A new, Newfoundland? A Newfoundland? 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 Do- the dogs that big in the city, I feel bad for them. We had Bernese Mountain Dogs. My, par- my parents have had nine Bernese, eight or nine Bernese Mountain Dogs. And they're big, happy But you dogs. lived in the mountains. We lived, on- we lived inside of a mountain. We lived on top of a mountain. Yeah. Lived- inside of a mountain. Like the like, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we were, we we're lived- actually hobbits. We were a mountain. <laughs> they're we were inside the ground. And then I see them in like Rittenhouse. I'm like, this like- isn't a mountain. No. That's a man-made park. It's in. <laughs> <laughs> that's a man-made, building. like, no, tiny little square. That's a sweet it's green. Like, that's a sweet green. <laughs> the instructions are in the title. Bernie's Mountain Dog. <laughs> the instructions dog. are in the title. I will not take credit for that. Our friend, friend Janine. Who, um, Janine! Oh, she, sweet Janine. She went to uh, a deli once and really, more than anything, needed a grilled cheese. And she was like, can I get a grilled cheese sandwich? And the guy behind the counter said, I don't know how to do that. We don't do those. And she was like, okay, but like a grilled cheese though? And he was like, yeah, I don't know how to do it. Do you have cheese? Yeah. Grill it. She said, the instructions are in the title. It's a grilled cheese sandwich. William? Yes. Does anyone call you William? Uh, my mother. Billy? Uh, sorry. Never Billy. Never. (laughs) I'm so mad at Billy. I'm sorry, it just came out. That's okay, no, So, John Snow. What? Thank you. Your turn. Um, so <laughs> I am one of those people who 
it's so annoying to say. I'm going to hate myself for saying it, but, like, was, like, singing before I was walking, basically. Yeah. Not literally, because mm-hmm. that'd be creepy. I'm like... I don't know why that's the first thing that came into my mind. This is chanting, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so I was just like, I can't remember a time when it's not what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to say, I want to be, I think the direct quote from the first time I was ever asked what I wanted to be when I grew up was uh, an actor, the kind who sings and dances. (laughs) Um, Life has proven me... 50% (laughs) of those things, an actor who sings, not quite one who dances. Yeah, I just wanted that from the time I was a kid, and I watched Disney movies all the time, and I'm an only child, so I did a lot of, like, performing for myself. (laughs) Like, I would sit on the lounge chair and and do Poor Unfortunate Souls, like, in this kind of draped over-the-couch sort of way. To be fair, you still do. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that hasn't changed. Um... And then, yeah, I used to, like, sit in the shower, like, as a tiny child and sing A Little Fall of Rain, like, by myself, both parts, duh. Obviously. And, like, and just saying, I was like, this is what I was born to do. <laughs> like, I I'm am fucking, a storyteller. I am born to tell stories. Well just, like, drenched me. Meanwhile, like, that's probably the most pathetic image I can come Absolutely. Up with. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> the way you need to sing that song. Right. That is is with that. rain. I, I will lie to you. I have sung that in the bathtub before. Well, how could you not? Yeah. Like, it like, just comes in my head, and I'll, like, pretend to be Ebony, like, die. Exactly. <laughs> it's Why such not? a perfect, it's, it's an iconic pose. You know, like, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. In the shower? Oh my. Yeah, I just was crazy about it since I was a kid and then went to middle school and we... God. We were supposed to do a show a year. I only did one musical in middle school. It was Bye Bye Birdie. He's totally over this, by the way. (laughs) Um, I have a really hard time getting over things, so I'm going to probably come back to a lot of things. (laughs) Um, I Yeah, I did Bye Bye Birdie. And I wore my mom's leather pants. Were you kind of fucking birdie? Sure was. At do you a have, solid... Do you have proof of this? At somewhere. at a, Coming in at a strong, like, five feet tall, probably, I was so. Conrad Birdie. What grade were um, you in? Seventh grade. Oh. I was the shortest member of the cast, which still usually... I, oh. I usually am still I the shortest live. member of the cast. And I was like, I still gotta keep going. I was supposed to be Oliver in eighth grade, and they canceled it. And then I was supposed to play the mayor of the Munchkin City and the coroner. Yeah, thank you, the collective gasp. Everyone knew how hard it would be to be if she she would be, would be. You would do it. I I totally would do it. As a previous coroner myself. Sure. Can you see the mustache? Absolutely. And would you have risen to the challenge of being both the coroner and the mayor? Honestly, I don't think I could handle it. I think you could. I'm, I'm getting a really you, strong, multi-talented vibe. But it takes, like, a special kind of person. One thousand percent. They they did take that from how me. Did you, how did you prepare um, for that role? Luckily, we had a rehearsal before the show was canceled, so <laughs> I didn't really have to get that deep. I was still smarting over the loss of the role of the Scarecrow. Back when I oh, thought I was... Oh, you would have been a wonderful Scarecrow. Thank you. I'm much more... Of a lion now, I realize this. <laughs> okay. Much more of a lion or a tin man, never a scarecrow. I'm not gangly enough in the slightest. What was that? Sixth grade, so I was eleven or twelve. We'll it was that. like uh, I should be over. Gangliness it. could be a. And I'm not. I'm never. I'm never okay. gonna be over. It's okay. Um, 
You know that. Do you need a box of tissues? No, I'm okay. <laughs> um, so then I, uh, I was actually, I played more sports than did theater as a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I always say that I was, like, when I played baseball, I was on the side that people don't hit to. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know what yeah. it, that is. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, right field? Your version of baseball was like if you were in damn Yankees baseball, kind of. No, it was probably like, I'm swinging a lightsaber. I was a total Star Wars nerd as a Great, kid. Great, good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my and family would be ashamed for still not is. knowing the answer to the baseball question. Yeah, I was going to say, you're is it the, baseball. What's it called, the outside field? Out, no, I think it's just outfield. Outside. 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 <laughs> well, no, we all know that because of know, angels in the outfield. There's, 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 there's the outfield, field. and there's right field, and there's left field, and that's the outer field. The outer field. And then your inner team, you have your bases in your short stop. The short, short stock. stock. <laughs> oh my god. Stock. I know things. Are okay? you American? He's like short stock. I mean so, stop. Yeah. Uh, we're going to the Phillies game and you're gonna be like, come on, short stock! <laughs> Let's go! It was when I went to high school then I was like, peace out sports. I went to an all guys high school in New York and then so we would do the shows at the girls' high schools nearby mm-hmm. and they would do the shows at our school. Uh, at the girls' school down the block from my school, I met this woman, Laura Pietropinto. She works as an assistant director. She was the assistant director for um, Next to Normal, uh, and she worked closely with Michael Greif for a long time, so she had all these connections. Um, her brother-in-law is Tom Kitt, who wrote Next to of Normal and, all, and If Then, and now was like majorly involved in SpongeBob. But she totally encouraged me and was like, you can actually do this for real. And I was like, oh, okay. I it'll, it had always been a dream of mine, so I never really thought about it practically. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, I always said it since I was a kid. How quaint. It felt separate from you. Yeah, I just never thought about actually having to do it eventually. Um, like, what so, would it take to actually right. and get like, there? What does it mean? Yeah. What do I, like, things that I had no clue about that suddenly I was like, oh, there's a phrase for, the, there's such a thing as load in and strike. Like, who was I? To, I was like, <laughs> like I gotta learn all this lingo. Like, there's more than just loving it a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And that was the first time I realized that. And so then I just did it a ton through school. Um, yeah. And then I ended up here because I went to the University of Pennsylvania. I was a theater arts major, which is kind of weird because people are like, oh, you went to Penn for engineering? Or, or medicine? Business? <laughs> medicine? And I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. Theater. Helping the world? I went, no, 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 definitely not. Um, <laughs> please. Yeah, I went for theater, and then, thank whoever, I have been fortunate enough to be working pretty consistently since then, so. And then what was the plan when you um, The plan was I had decided that I wanted to stay in Philly um, because I'm from New York, and so I was never, like, the draw of moving to New York was not a thing yeah. for me in that way. Um, it's so close too. I go all the time, like for auditions and things. Yeah. That it was close enough. Philly's yeah, so much yeah, cheaper. Yeah, yeah, it's really easy to just pop into yeah, for one thing exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Philly is a lot cheaper to live here. So you could like, I did the math at some point. It's like twenty round <laughs> trips. I could still, like, still wouldn't be the rent I would pay. Oh my gosh. In New York, like my rent plus a bunch of bus trips would still be less or something. Yeah. Um, maybe ten round trips, I might have doubled it, whatever. Um, but a bunch, and so I was like, I'll just stay here, and I love the theater that's going on in Philadelphia. I think it's really cool, um, and so I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so here we are. <laughs> These two, and there's like I'll say a solid group, ten people, mm-hmm. who 
when I first moved home from New York and like went through that whole like two years of auditioning and not booking anything and telling yourself, oh my God, I suck. And moving home, I was like, I don't have any friends in Jersey or like Philly or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Before I did Footloose, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I have all the friends I'm gonna need. They're in New York. Like how could my life feel more enriched? And then I was like, I'm gonna give this Philly South Jersey theater scene a try. And then be special, people. Pop lamb, up. bam. Thank you, and Sam. And I will say, like, thank I you, literally, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Lamb. And isn't it so cool that you let go of the fact that, like, you didn't have something? You were like, oh, God, like, I need, you know, creative people around me. Mm-hmm. And they're not here right now. And so you co- sort of just came to terms with it. And you're like, okay, it is what it is. And once you accepted it, then that's when this new oh, thing, yeah. you know, just blossomed. And you're like, look at these amazing humans who I'm going to keep forever. Oh, like, I was really taken aback by it because I remember thinking whoa what is it it's when you stop looking for something like that, that it comes to you yeah. oh my god mm-hmm. so, so like true. through you know Sam and Will and a bunch of other people I've really gotten to appreciate the Philly theater scene because yeah. I didn't come to see shows here that much or didn't really know what was going on we should be but clear that the Philly theater scene extends just yeah. Philly it's like Pennsylvania it's, it's yeah. Del- yeah. even Delaware, Delaware like, I mean yeah it's re- theaters it's all over the tri- place yeah <laughs> Tell us, talk to us a little bit about what you're trying to do right now and how you help each other as a couple to do that. Well, I gotta say I'm really bad at like knowing when auditions are coming up. And Will is always the one who like, he sets out a calendar for what he's doing, which like he doesn't plan auditions for me, but he's always the one being like, hey, this is happening this day, we should go. And I'll be like, yeah. And then we go yeah. together, and it's 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 been really nice because we we like it's like having an, a constant audition buddy. Yeah, true. It's like, and it's such a miserable process. Mm-hmm. I've spent like the past couple of months really. I mean, it's it's a tough thing because I have so many issues with the process of it. I hate it so much, and I think it's so not designed to really present who we are as performers in any way. It's like this. At, like 30 if seconds. If you're lucky, a minute and a half, mm. basically, where you're supposed to prove that you are talented, great to work with, um, easygoing, unique, like, unique, like, like, like all different 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 possible yeah. things. <laughs> when you're not like I, almost like I wish there were an interview process along with the audition because you can sing your face off and you may be the worst human being in the world. Mm-hmm. And then, what's the point? Like. We're not, I mean, we are all doing this, or hopefully we get to do it and get to make a living from it. That's the dream. Because we love it, right? But we are doing it because we love it. Mm -hmm. Like, we could quit at any time and go do something else, but we keep doing it because it's so special. So you wish that there were a way, I wish there were a way that you could ensure that it was all good people all the time. And so it's such a frustrating process, and it, I mean, we don't even, we don't live in New York, so... It's not something that we're steeped in all the time, but it is something that when I'm when I go, the process really wears me down. And so it's so amazing to have somebody else there who gets it 
And who drives you. And who drives you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But in that vein, who supports you, right? Like, who, right. who knows your right. talent and is always kind of right. there? Because I feel like part of the reason it sucks so much is because you really just have to fend for yourself throughout mm-hmm. the process at yeah. that. And mm-hmm. that's part of it. It's not like it's this organized thing where this is my audition group and we go here and it's, you mm. know, structured mm-hmm. times or anything. The way the system is, is first come, first serve. So... You are your own team producer. Yeah. You are your. You, you are everything, yourself. and so even just to have someone to just slap that ego voice out of your head while mm-hmm. you're waiting the incessant amount of time, or, yep. or waiting mm-hmm. online, or mm-hmm. practicing, or at that callback, just to have someone to be like, "Shut up! That's not why we're here." You know, yeah. because I feel that self-sabotaging habit is so. Oh, I only. Us. For a long time, the only auditions I went to, I would be texting Tiffy like, oh, are you going to do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or our other friends be like, who's good? I'm not coming from Jersey yeah. to sit in a holding room. Or because if you don't have someone to distract you or engage you. Oh, you're you'll there, go crazy. You sit oh there God. and compare yourself so to, to every, every right. person. Or you keep flipping through you stuff. Keep, that and then you ha- second guess your song. Or yep. you, and I'm, and right. I used to literally, I'd be like, I can't do it. So I would not, I mean, it's probably a little codependent of me, but. I wouldn't yeah, go in for certain things if I, like, didn't have anybody there. I, I, I'm going to sit in this hallway or this holding room. Going back to what he was saying, like, the, the process is awful, and it's not set up for our benefit, obviously, because... There's a right. lot. There's a lot, it's just, yeah. Through, yeah. Like, you show up at 9 a.m., you don't get seen until 5 or yeah. something. And, I know, I just, and then it's eight bars. You always want to be that group all the way across who's, like, that having the see, best time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Like they're I, so annoying. Hate them but I want to be that. You want to be? Yeah. I <laughs> our first year of AMDA when Spring Awakening had their first big, uh, like open call, and a bunch well, of when us. when we were actually allowed to audition. Yeah. Technically, so and a right, bunch right. of us were just like, let's just all go together. Mm-hmm. Like we've never done this. Let's all go together. And we all went, slept on the street, like I did sat that on the street, yep. slept on the street. Yeah. But when I think about it, I don't even remember the audition because sure. for the six, who, however long hours. I was with my friends and we were acting like complete fools. Right. Mm-hmm. And like so excited that we were auditioning I do, for if I am ever a part of that group, I do at least try to keep my content respectable and oh, amusing. Oh, absolutely. You know, everyone's listening. I may as well make it funny. Absolutely. There was this one. <laughs> Tiffany and I, this just came into my head. We went oh to gosh. an audition. I hope whoever you are, you're listening. I hope so. Yeah, that please, you know. Please find us because this was the funniest thing. We were sitting in an audition, and it was late into the day. It was, it was with callbacks. They were towards the end, like the last group. Right. Whatever. And so they were, were telling you in the room if you could come back again, blah, blah, blah. So Tiffany and I are in, like, the last group, because we're like, we're not getting our answers there at 6 a.m. We'll get there at, like, 8. So we didn't go to, like, 4. We'll sign up, go get some lunch, lunch we'll come then, back, <laughs> And we're sitting, out. and there's maybe only 20 other people in the room at this point, and these two girls were, we've been looking, you know, they were friends, I hope that they're just hanging out. One of them goes, comes back, and I guess didn't hear anything. The other one goes, she comes back, and her friend goes, oh, how'd it go? And her friend was like, oh, I got a call back. And her friend, not even trying to whisper it to her, out loud was like, you stupid cunt. It was just like, but it was so, so amazing. Funny. Cause it was <laughs> so amazing. And, and then they were like, what was what was they, yes. See, like, that's so supportive, I love that. Look at those mm-hmm. two people who could aren't even aware of the other people in the room. Will and I, like if we go audition somewhere together, we usually are seen like right at the yeah, same time. Yeah, because we're all signed up at the same time. Yeah. Um, we're completely the opposite. We'll come out, we'll be like, let's go. And, we'll get, and we again. leave, like we <laughs> yeah. exit yeah. that building. As fast as, as you can. Oh, we're like, I hate when people stick around after an audition. Like you have, there are people who've been sitting there 
all day, and they don't want to be there. So if you're done, Get out. leave. Go. Because yeah. why are you basically like, you have the luxury of being able to leave and go back into the real world. Fresh and, air. And, I mean, still insane But some real people world, thrive like, on that energy of an audition, yeah. which I, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get in and get out. Process, but damn. Yeah. Then we're in the car and we're like, how'd it go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, obviously, since I haven't gotten over um, bye bye not getting to play. No, Bye Bye Birdie was great. I was not getting to play Oliver. That was really, <laughs> that really hurt. Um, <laughs> like, I am the worst to myself in my brain. I like every single thing that I did wrong drives me nuts or mm-hmm. didn't even do wrong, just did differently drives me insane. Or just wasn't perfect. Right. Absolutely. And I'm a lunatic about that kind of stuff. And he goes into a little dark place. Yes, I do, Mm -hmm. absolutely. And Sam is so good about knowing, like, how to combine what I want to hear and also what I need to hear. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes I want to just be angry, and he's like, yo, that sucks. And then we'll be like, but know that it was not about you or it's about something else or whatever, just... It's a, I think it's a really fine line to figure out that dynamic between like letting them wallow a little bit because some people just need to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for me, I need to for a little bit and then I'm, then I can move on. Mm-hmm. Like I need to but address that, that place it and is wallow. very real mm-hmm. for, for all artists. I feel that's something yeah. that everyone knows, even not, not even just artists, just humans. We all have that dark part. Some of us are more, you know, we are succumb to it a little mm-hmm. more than others or different for different reasons, but that's something that is very, very real and not to be ignored when you do feel that, but also to remember the juxtapos- juxtaposition that it is not your reality. That, yes, it's real right. in your head and you should acknowledge it for your heart, mm-hmm. but that is not the truth. That is not real. Right. Yeah. And like ha- just needing to remember the brain and the, but yeah. to have and someone I, to balance <clears throat> that for you. I think mm-hmm. it's important. I, and like we're completely different. Like I'm, I, I do have that hint of the dark place that I go after an audition, but I'm, I think, yeah, I move past it really quickly and I, but I think that it's healthy to go into that yes. and then to step out of it. Right. Like to go into it, you're allowed to wallow for a second, but then pick yourself up, yep. brush yourself off and move on. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? Like we're going to, mm-hmm. you're, you're just going to dig yourself into like a very, very early Like the stakes aren't that high. Yeah. yeah. Right. There will it be feels more. like it. It does feel like it. Uh, At the moment, but then give yourself... It's such a tough thing, too, because you... I don't remember who said this to me at some point, but someone... Sorry if they're listening. And Someone said to me, you have to treat every opportunity, like every audition, as if it were the thing that could make your career. And I was like, okay. That's a lot of pressure. And then I did, and I was like, oh my God, that's insane. And then you like, burned yourself out. Right. Because yeah. every I, missed note, every crack was like, well, my career's <laughs> shit now. That is such the yeah. wrong I could have been on Broadway, and that's but like, now. That's the thing that I'm still, and I'm getting better at it. I'm not good at it yet. But I'm learning to not think of it that way right. as time goes on. Like, I will be famous in my own head for being like, well, if I get this, then that will work out with this date for this one. So that would be great right. if I could go from, because I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I, think I like to know. And I think that's unhealthy to like, totally, you can't basically write the show into your happening. calendar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I have a control like, issue. Yeah. And, yeah. and we all do as, yeah. like, as mm-hmm. humans. Like we want to know mm-hmm. what's going on. But the thing is like, I always go back to the mantra of like, it always works out because it 
it does. Weirdly, it yeah. does. Yeah. Because like, if yeah. I can't do something, then I'm gonna tell them I can't do it, mm-hmm. and right. that's gonna be it. Yep. And if they don't like me, then they don't like, like me. me. Yeah. And yeah. I'll find someone else who likes me because I'm not a shitty. You person. have to. Like, why why, why would happen. you want to work with someone who doesn't like you? Exactly. Because like, it's exactly. not about you. Well, what it's did, just yeah. When we were in school one day, this teacher was like, our last semester, which at AMDA is really designed for that your entire day is auditioning and mm-hmm. then you start class at five and you go to 1130. It's very much like the show schedule. Yeah, when like you're, you're in a show, throwing the show. birds out of the nest. Right, like know? from eight to whatever, go. Like right. we're, we gave you all the tools, go audition and then be in class at five, you leave at 1130. Mm-hmm. That's going to be your you schedule for your life. And, you and one day some, like a teacher said, what's the worst thing that could happen to you in an audition? And I jokingly, like under my breath said, to some, maybe it was you, I don't remember. I was like, what, you die? And she's like, yeah. And I went, yeah. oh, yeah. like I That's didn't, <laughs> and for me, we started this because I kept saying to Tiffany, I can't keep doing this. I mm-hmm. cannot keep going to New York. I'm, I just, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. I can't, I'm putting so much pressure on auditioning. So much that, weight. So, so much, much weight, weight that I'm literally driving myself crazy. Yeah. And now I want to start looking at it as like, you know what? There are a lot of other things I've now realized as I've gotten older, other things I would like to accomplish. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to look at auditions now as this is just something that I want to do because I enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. Not because it's going to give me money to live. It's inspired action. Right. If I put all of my eggs in an audition, be like, if I get this, I won't be poor. You're going to be poor no matter what. Even if you're on Broadway, you're going to be poor. Everyone's going to be poor (laughs) unless you're in Hollywood. Like, it's the truth. If you're afraid of being poor, you're going to be poor. You're going to be poor. So I'm going to look at it as, okay, it's because I want to do the show, work Mm -hmm. with these people, and it's fun. And that comes back to being present. Like, what do I want right now? Yeah. I'd rather be poor and happy than rich and (laughs) Oh, let me tell you how many people you see who, like, have all of them. I'm like, you're awful. You're you miserable. Hate your life. You but hate great. Your life. You get to like Good live in Good for you. House. I live in great. a cardboard box <laughs> and I'm living my life. When you are doing a show or something creative that you have a new project in your life, what is what are your individual processes? Is it something that you share or well, is it something that's more personal? Like, so and this is actually that's interesting you say that because back I I was like going through something really weird back in college and I went to the like therapist for one session and then I never went back. I hated him. But the one good thing that he did <laughs> a lot say of to me suck. Yeah. The one good thing that he did say to me was you're going to school for musical theater and that's all you're doing. You need to find another outlet yes. for your creative Yes for your creative juices that is not that. Yep. Because if you put all of your energy into musical theater mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna go you're crazy. gonna run out and it's right. you, you need to find other outlets where yes. you can be creative it's interesting i've i've always wanted to like write stories and stuff and so suddenly just a couple months ago i started writing i don't know i don't know what to call it a book or something a story that i i don't have any end game for it but it's been interesting because that's been my outlet and I've and like when I whenever I go out and I'm dog sitting somewhere, I'll just sit down and like write a story. And then I'll like share it with Will and that'll be like something that's not theater that mm. I can still Yeah. You know, feel like I'm doing, doing something, something, like using my creative juices and sharing that with my friends and, and just like getting feedback on something that isn't me performing because we don't have limits on our creativity i right. think people people pigeonhole them a lot uh too quickly and too easily um and and, and that comes from i think just self-doubt and not thinking we're enough but the thing is like if you're a creative individual you're a creative individual like like all across yeah. the board like yeah. that's that's a part of who you are in your makeup and how you do things yeah and so i just feel it's so funny when like we get into this thing of like this is what i'm good at 
and it's not about being good at it, you know, and I think we all found that over time, being a big fish in a small pond and then going into the ad into the big world and actually finding out there are other people who are also expressing themselves and then it comes down to not being this high school, this middle school thing of good or bad or the star or the leader, the supporting or whatever. It's just we're just all in this. Yeah. And how do we share our expressions and what does that mean? You know, what does that yeah. look like for us? And I think it's it's healthy to find something where you can be creative where you don't have like people that you're going up against. Just you want to go home and paint for, something. Enjoy. There's no one coming in to your apartment with another painting being like, right. mm, yeah. I my painting won. Like, yeah. you get to make something. But you know the brush stroke is right. actually supposed to go this way. Yeah, like, that's how that... I paint, and like, I've never she had paint. a fucking lesson in my life. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. but you just paint. I like to do this. But you this. like to do it, and it's, it's, it's like a peaceful, relaxing way to do something yeah. that... I mean, like, you just described why we did else. this. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because I said to her, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I was that person that put everything on every audition. Who li- I drove myself into hating what I supposedly loved to do. Yep. Right. I drove myself to subletting for three weeks, only the first week into going home. I was with Tiffany at a restaurant in Queens, and I started crying. She's like, what are you crying about? You just got here. I was like, oh my God. I came here because this is what I was supposed to do. This is what I should do. I have all these auditions I'm supposed to go to. I don't want to do it. I'm tired. And it took you being out with your friends. We had like a bottle of wine. We, we were, were having so much friends. fun. We were laughing and like it was just this safe place where it's like I'm out and I'm laughing and I'm having a good time and I'm still just, oh my God, I don't want to be here. Right there next to me I said, Tiffany, oh my God, I don't want to be in New York anymore. And you right? have to listen I, to that. No, like... I was like, I don't want to be here to audition because that's what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to go home and Mm -hmm. I'm going to just figure something else out. And that's so hard because you're... It's the opposite of what we're trained. Exactly. And you're like, because no one wants to be a quitter and that's not quitting. That was my bit. That's what you have to realize. It's not quitting. To do what is healthy and right for Mm -hmm. you is not quitting. Like, right, and that was my problem. Because I was like, oh, I'm quitting. And another thing is like, there's this huge stigma in the theater community, like if like everyone's always like, well, what are you doing next? Yeah, it's okay, not to, to not have, have something. And else. I think that's that's something that took me. I'm still trying to figure that out, but like I don't have anything lined up. Yeah, and I think I'm finally getting to the point where I can be like, that's okay. Like yeah. I'm okay not having something lined up. And I think that I think that's something that a lot of people are starting to do now. Oh, like what steer, are you? Yeah, steer clear of asking what are you doing next. You're just like what are you doing? Yeah, it's like, what's, it's also the way. Yeah. Like it's so interesting how people say it because there are people who come up to me and are like oh, what are you working on and then other people who are like so what are you working on and like yes. it's such yes. a subtle difference but there are people who are just Good. genuinely like Asking. what's going like what's yeah. what's happening what what's to? new instead of being like mm. where are you in your career yes, what exactly. are you doing because yeah. i'm doing this and like mm-hmm. i hate that so much my, I hate that my question. boyfriend has like i remember we actually i didn't understand it at first because i'm so like i'm from ohio we're like hi how are you how are you what do you do oh my god i'm so excited to meet you and it's my my hi how are you what are you doing came from the enthusiasm and it took him where it being like i hate when people ask me what i do for a living because what i do does not define me like and mm-hmm. why why do you need to know what i do right. in order for you to progress on with this conversation you know it's like because so you can know how to treat me accordingly and it's just I always think of that because it's I never considered it that way oh yeah and that just shows you how unconscious people are living Mm -hmm. with the way they come up to you Mm -hmm. and the way they approach you they have no awareness of how they're coming off to you right Right. 
Yeah. Also, a friend of mine said, he's like, you know, it's so funny for theater people because when you make that decision in high school when everyone's picking their colleges and what they're doing, once you say, I'm going in for theater, everyone around you, your neighbors, your friends, anyone who knows you, even theater people that you know that aren't going in it, that's what they'll always remember. So when you see them, for me, I'll be in like Trader yeah. Joe's and I'll see sure someone. And there are people from my hometown who have really done a lot of really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Did you hear about this person? And I know they're not trying to be an asshole. No. But it's my insecurity that's like, don't come up to me and tell me something <laughs> you think I don't know because you know I know it. And then be like, oh, well, what are you doing? Bitch, you know I'm not doing shit. I'm in Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, if, if I was doing something, you would know. It used to make me so upset. Um, I was working at Anthropology, and she was like, Oh, are you still performing? And I used to get mad when people asked me that because I'm like, what? Just because you haven't heard anything means I'm not doing it. But that's your, that was my own insecurity mm -hmm. about I know. it. I said, you know, right now I'm just like trying to figure, she goes, your time's going to be your time. And when you're ready and when the world's ready, you'll do it. And mm -hmm. she was like, I remember watching you in high school. I have no doubt in my mind. And then just walked and tried on her outfits. But it was she was so sincere about it. She wasn't trying to be like, ooh, what are you doing? Yeah. Then it was like, Point. It comes from this romanticized idea of the starving artist and what are you doing? And also the reason these people come up to you is because to them it's this again separated thing. Even yeah. we had this idea of this separated oh, world it's be of this all beautiful, this... glamorous. Exactly. And so think about someone who doesn't <laughs> even want to do that. To them it really is an estranged you're following world. Your dreams. And you're like the channel. You're yeah. like the connection that they almost feel like they're a part yeah, they're of. Almost yeah. I know someone Absolutely. who's in that world, who's famous, who's this, who's mm -hmm. that, whatever that means to yeah. them, because we do idolize that as Oh, of course. Yeah, totally. And it's really interesting because it's, once again, it's not about you. It's hard to internalize. People are just them. reaching out because maybe yeah. they do really are curious or maybe they really do want to know. They just do want to know, but y'all asking me a question that's rude. But, but I also feel like non-theater non people, they don't get it. They right? don't get it, so, so they don't they, mean any harm by it. It comes, it comes from a good place. Like talkbacks. This is uh, such... So oh, I think how much time so do you have? <laughs> But I, I actually really like them. How do you memorize all those words? Or and I actually I think and I laugh about it, sure. But I think it's so nice because people who don't have any knowledge of it are like genuinely want to know. Yeah, and yeah. It, just because it's something we are so used to, doesn't like doesn't if I saw they... if I was watching a doctor do heart surgery, I mean, I'd be like, what are you doing there? Like, yes. How did you move like, that and know not to point. do that? Yeah. yeah. Like and they're so not trying to be a smart ass. So Oh, so fast. So That's such a good point, though, because, like, I remember on tour we used to do talkbacks, mm -hmm. and this one woman was like, how do you not do a show that's so sad? How are you not emotionally? Right. And for a second I went, oh my god, that's a good point. I am emotionally exhausted. <laughs> sure. But also, we do the show, and when you're in a show that's really dark, oddly, you, you make jokes. Absolutely. Off stage, you're making jokes. Mm -hmm. Even if it's about something that's not really funny, if you're going to do a show for a long amount yeah, of time, that's depressing you have well, to that's just, keep that's it like the human condition yeah, yeah. but if you're I, not gonna laugh about it like you're you, you're, you're gonna you're go crazy gonna yeah but that's a good point because i'll be like how do i memorize a line I know. And then, that's the question you're gonna ask so me not in their experience. like how do you how do you memorize a phone number same way bitch and like, it just, like it puts, one two three four five do you learn your abc <laughs> it just, it i would just love to see someone respond that way how do you memorize your phone number
They're like, thank you so much. Thank I saw something with Michelle Visage when she was talking about people not, uh, queens not wanting to sign autographs. And she was like, who are you? You are not Madonna. This kid came from nowhere. He has no money and works at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, spent $30 on a ticket. ticket to see your ass. And you can't get off your bus to sign your name? You want yeah. my autograph? Great. I would love to give you my right, autograph. Real. I was like, queen. But it's queen. true. We get so, we get so Tell the children. Like, jaded and like uh, i just over the winter did um a production of little women and we were like we had a bunch of school groups come because it's little women and so (coughs) like we did 10 a.m shows which was kind of brutal but it was so cool having the kids there because oh yeah it's and it's so simple it makes perfect sense that it puts so much into, into perspective because we would have talkbacks with the students, and they were amazing. We were like, they're going to come see Little Women, the musical. Like, are they going to be so thrilled when yeah. they know Spongebob is out there? They whatever? are thrilled. <laughs> they were thrilled. They're thrilled. Like, I even, there was children a little And it was so not fair of us, but there was a group of... It wasn't clear entirely, but we were like, that group is going to hate it. We were like, we back for it. They were... I couldn't tell you what their response was. It was incredible. And I was just like... It just gives you pause and makes you go, whoa, there is a reason for this. It is good for people, and we have to sometimes pull our heads out of our asses and be like, Mm. you don't know everything. Right. And the people who don't do theater for that reason, they're not doing it for the right reason. Like, if they do it for themselves to, like... Right. Oh, I don't have time for a talk well, back. Well, your, like, your mm. career is going to burn out because people yeah. don't aren't going to want to keep working right. with people. Like right. I'm sorry. There have been times where I will go see a show because I'm like just going through it and all I need is a show. Mm-hmm. When we were in college, we there was $19 student rush tickets. Right. There would be days where we were just bored and Tiffany, I would say, Tiffy, let's go see Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. And we would go see Legally Blonde. And I remember I saw that show as a senior in high school and talked so much shit on that show. And I was like, ugh. Why would they make Legally Blonde a musical? That is so fucking stupid. I saw that show and I cried because I loved it so much. And it's like... Didn't you see that show like five times? I saw that show almost ten times. the best show since like Gilbert and Sullivan. And yeah, sure. Thanks for that being your (laughs) benchmark. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, it's something that you think would be so silly just is so wonderful. Sometimes you yeah. want to go see a show about a blonde girl who becomes a lawyer. Yeah, like, wanna, it's so You want to know something about Legally Blonde, the musical. Yes. Oh, God. Will and I met each other doing a production <gasps> of ask? Legally Blonde, the musical. Is that really how you met? Did at, I not know that? At Candlelight Dinner Theater. He That's was tough. playing uh, Warner Hunting. Warner Hunting. Hunting. <gasps> yeah, because our Elwoods was 4'11". Perk. So my 5'7 ass could be Warner Huntington yeah. III in that yeah. production. And then I was the <laughs> like the coveted role of Aaron Schultz. <gasps> a Fulbright and a Rhodes. I, I write financial software code. Right. Da, 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 yeah. da. Oh, so, that's so sweet. Yeah, so Legally Blonde. That was the third Legally Blonde that Will has done. In a row. In a row. In it a is row. the best show since Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs> Gilbert and Sullivan. Not since Rutigore. Patience have I <laughs> seen a show <laughs> that I love so much. <laughs> I can't. I'm so obsessed. I guess mine, we do share a lot because I, I mean, I like to write, but I'm not a writer. Like, I don't have... That's just not yeah. my brain. Do you find that there's a balance of having your own space to work and like respecting that versus and being like, hey, can you help me out with this? Does it feel invasive ever? We it never really feels invasive. We always help each other go over sides and stuff and run lines because 
we both get it, which is, and we've never been, like, we pretend to be like, oh, right. who do I have to play today? Like, whatever. <laughs> but um, you live for it. Yeah. But it's really fun. So and it's, and it's just on a practical level because we both, I mean, there are times where when we're reading, if we're not the person who, if we're the person who's testing the other, we're just like reading by rote. But sometimes it's actually really fun to know that you have somebody who's going to give you A, something back. And instead of just being like, blah, 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 blah. Like, sometimes we've read things where we've gone, like, probably two and two. Like, <laughs> making it a real scene. And we're like, why are we working this hard? We're going over this for memorization. Um, but really also feedback. It. Like, there are times where I'll be like, is this line funnier if there's a pause here? Absolutely. Or if there's a pause mm. here? And, like, to I have mean, somebody who what, knows. What better person to ask? I know. And to have funny. comic gold at your fingertips. No, but, like, God help us. It's true. I don't think we really separate that kind of process yeah and it's also weird because we live in so, uh, you, listeners at home you can't see our apartment <laughs> it's like a postage stamp apartment so like right. if we need time to like learn sides like one of us will go into the bedroom close shut, the door, shut the door yeah. and we'll just like work separately and then yeah. check in with each other yeah i also and i like steep myself in whatever is coming up like mm -hmm. i do a lot of listening a lot of research and what like not obnoxious like i mean sometimes it's obnoxious because i'm obnoxious sometimes <laughs> um like i'll like i listen to stuff at the gym all the time i was trying to memorize a show uh recently that had a very short rehearsal time and that was like my main way of learning it was listening to the music at the gym and just yes. being like just putting it into my brain as much as possible it has the trade-off then of being like i've heard the recording too many times um have you guys heard of Rehearsal Pro, this app? Oh, she's obsessed with it. No. Okay, no. I just have to plug it because it's Please. amazing. It was 20 bucks, but it's worth it. Basically, you record yourself doing your lines, like, with yourself, and you can play it back, and it's, okay. like, you can, like, so highlight you... it, you can cover it, there's, like, different ways you can go... It was oh, amazing. amazing. I literally memorized... I mean, it was, like, a children's show, so it was shorter, but I memorized an entire show in a week. Like, yeah, easy, amazing. no problem, just because I had, like, not even really practicing, just throwing it in. Anyway. So, yeah, that's great. It. So It's so good. Rehearsal mm -hmm. Pro. It's so good. I love that. I don't know why you scared me. Uh, <laughs> do you have, do you leave, when you leave for contracts, what's that like? Like, that, who, do you guys go really Only once. Been... Twice. It's only happened twice. When I went to Maine. When he went to Maine and then he went to Florida. But, Very yeah, nice. I mean, it's, yeah. What's weird is, like, we have a one bedroom, so, like, we can't get a subletter unless they want to sleep right. in bed with me, which is great. <laughs> which was a consideration when we were, like, being, like, we're two uh, artists I'm who raising my hand, are going to move in together. We were like, well, we could never sublet. Like, right. we can, it's, it was definitely not an argument for not living together, but it was something we talked about. We were like, we're going to... Because we lived with friends for a while um, at Hotel. this amazing house Hotel on Bainbridge Street that I love so much and miss so much. Rest in peace. Um, Pour some out for your homies. When we were like, well, let's find some place, just yeah. the two of us now. Like we were ready for that relationship-wise yeah. and maturity-wise. Questionable. Yeah. Um, but that was a thing. We were like, like I still paid rent when I was gone yeah. because we had our like it's our apartment, mm -hmm. so Absolutely. there's nothing no way around that. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I know a lot of people too who do couples who do that. Who yeah. Like, purposely get another one so that when they leave, they can yeah. still. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna so other people know this that like if you need someone to sleep in your bed, oh, like cool. I don't know why I haven't received a text message. Sure, I mean that's Great. on you. Yeah, I should have. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's on me. Like I actually am really a little yeah. like offended. I would be. Too. I just used a pillow. Like I just hugged a pillow. But I'm only like 25 minutes oh, away, yeah. so I'm really. Like, have you felt her skin? Yeah, it's so soft. Softer than your pillow. Can I touch your skin? 
And it tastes <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> Can I touch your skin? I think it's But you see how I just willingly opened my arm for him? Yeah. I'm in love with these two, in case you haven't figured it out. Before they don't love me start back. another Law & Order case. Dun-dun! Um... So, is it time? I think it's time. Find a saleable question. Give me a question. Give me a saleable. Now, some people wonder, if you've been listening for a while, you know it's coming. Silly Bowl is an actual bowl? Nah, bitch! Curious. You were curious. It's not a real bowl. My last name is Bowl. Silly Bowl, motherfucker. So, here we go. I'll ask you two the same question and you can come up with your answers. Okay. Were you just doing the pretty? Good. I love you. If you could add a person to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Miss Frizzle. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, that says everything about you. Yeah, she belongs up there. I, oh, I'm not even surprised she that you said Miss Frizzle. Can you be Miss Frizzle? <laughs> you and Miss Frizzle would be like besties. My, my niece is Yeah, look at her. Oh my god, she is Miss Frizzle. There's a picture of Sam, for, for all of you at home, there's a picture of Sam's niece and she looks like, like Miss Frizzle. Frizzle. I'm um, all about it. Like mini Miss Frizzle. She's in a science dress and she's holding a beaker. Oh my god, <laughs> I for her. She's Oh my god, I missed it. She was holding <laughs> a, a beaker. Um, no, that's Roadrunner. Not, I was thinking yeah, Beaker from up and like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, you're Beaker You're so Beaker. I would like to think that I'm Janice from the Muppets because her eyes are as closed and she's like, hey man. Like, I would like to think that's me, yeah, but I'm yeah. probably more Miss Piggy. That was gonna, <laughs> she was probably going to be my Answer? addition can to we, Mount Rushmore. Can we hear your Miss Piggy? Oh my God. <gasps> Crisis. That, I don't know if it's actually that good. Uh, I'll let you and know. I will be the judge. Well, I okay, promise I'm not fishing. Okay, I honestly you. am going through this. Um, All right, so let's so. hear it. I'll let you know. Okay. I feel like I can't I've look at you because I'm going to I'm probably going to laugh. Okay. Um, so I'm going to cover my eyes so I don't see you. That helps. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Hands off the guards, frog! <gasps> oh, oh my god! My name is Miranda Piggy. <laughs> what? Give her a name. Miranda Piggy. And when she's like, hi! tonight, Miss Piggy. I'm going out to the clubs with the frog and Fozzie and all my other friends. It's so fun to go out with the guys and the girls and the Muppets. That's a really good What? Answer. I don't know. <laughs> that's well, so that's not, good. That's not, but that's not her attitude. Is that though. on your No, that her attitude is, attitude. is I, That's is fair. That's okay. That's it like, is on my resume. That should be. Club Piggy. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, yeah, I'm obsessed piggy. with you and I'm upset you never told me you could do that. Yeah. He also does. He also does a really good Mandy Patinkin. Shut that up. you do. Now I've heard that. That's but he's really good at being Mandy Patinkin, saying his own name. Yeah, Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> but also, he gets very low sometimes when he's like, <laughs> in Evita, when he's like, oh, what a circus. Oh, what a show. Argentina has. You're like, whoa. Like he goes like from? Hannibal Lecter to like. To Beast like from your so profundo. Yes, yes, like, like, yeah, town. You're like, whoa. Like, we... I might eat you Who too. I'm gonna you? like lift you up and we're gonna fly through the clouds. It's really strange. <laughs> that was beautiful. Well, I think you. that Will does really good impressions. Thank and the you. funniest thing about his impressions is most of them start from them just saying their own name. Or, 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 or <laughs> the names of other people. It. Or the names of other people. Like Roseanne. Yeah. I won't. It's going to hurt people's ears. If we I was going to ask puppies or kittens, but we all know what Sam's answer is going to be. All the puppies. Puppies. Yeah. And maybe well, one, one kitten. Yeah, puppies. Um, and now, well, I have a request, and I think you know what it is, because I ask you to do it every time I see you. If you could answer this question in the voice that Sam hates, that I love. Do you know what I'm talking about? Thank you. What was your favorite cartoon show growing up? 
Oh, I love the Rugrats so much, hon. Those babies, and the way they would talk about things, they were like, yo, listen, it's the Maca babies. I thought that when they were the Nakey Americans, oh my God, I thought that was the funniest shit I ever heard. Because it's just like, you see those babies are walking around their diapers, and they're all like, yo, I'm a baby too. And you're like, yo, Chucky and Tommy and Angelica. And she was like, yo, you can't fuck around with my babies. Yeah. The only person who could bully my babies is me, you know? Yeah. I really related to that growing up. I felt like Sorry, the Rugrats yeah. were a big just, inspiration to me. Anybody? That's, what's going on? That, yeah, that's that, Philly, hon. That's Philly. That I was gonna, dialect anybody, that makes my Philly. skin. Anybody oh. from the Philly, maybe Pennsylvania area, that's yeah. like a little out of Philly. It's you got a little sojo in it, You too. will completely understand oh that accent. Thank All you. Right. Yeah, Sam, you're so welcome, hon. What was your favorite cartoon show growing up? You stole mine, Rugrats. Oh. Rugrats? Oh, that's right. You can both yeah. have it. Yeah, I'll ask another question heart. and you can have a different answer. Thank you. Um, also, wait. Yeah. Was it cartoon? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, do you want to tell me your favorite show growing up as a kid? It's the Secret World of Alex Mack. Oh my god, when she liquefied. I had such a crush on her. Sorry, well. Look how that turned out. Like my, <laughs> I literally, I loved a puddle. You, like had, rude. you had a crush on Jasmine. Look how that turned out. I did. I loved Alex Mack. What? I have a crush on Captain Shang. I'm we all know this. Jasmine's right here. Ooh. There she is. I don't know why he's Can I touch her. your skin again? Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite pizza topping? I love that. The silence. I this might be controversial, but if it's I fucking really pineapple really like pineapple and get ham. the fuck out. I, re- I appreciate you. It's um, good. Ew. It's just not good the next day. As long as you eat no, it the day yeah, of. No, yeah, it has to be hot. Yeah. So I really like bougie pizza. Oh, I love bougie like, pizza. I love bougie pizza. Like a truffle. Feta, like like some, feta, like a, spinach. A, there's a place That's near a us truffle that has... aioli. Oh, God, don't even... Is that what it is? Got a little hotter in here. I have a couple of culinary buzzwords, including brioche, brioche, aioli, and anytime there's like a hyphen, a lot of hyphens. Like mm-hmm. Sabrina's has like cilantro, lime, yes, chili, aioli, and then I'm like basically sold. I'm like out of commission for the rest of the day. Okay, um, but there's a place near us that has uh, truffled ribeye pizza, so it's like truffle oil With and steak. steak? It's incredible. But caramelized anything, onions. Anything bougie. Oh, like, bitch. We if, might be hidden. If it has right? an adjective in front of it, yeah. that's probably my favorite thing to put on a pizza. Love. Yeah. Like a like a like a like a jiggly sausage. Not probably not a jiggly sausage. I mean, who am I to not? Depends on the day. Who am I to say no to a jiggly sausage? You know. I mean, <laughs> I like a petite alfalfa oh yeah I'm so petite like, i don't eat pizza he'll, he'll like keep a pickled going. something i'm Ooh, good with like a pickled, a pickled oyster jalapeno or a pickled yes. you know what we're just gonna let them radish do um thanks boys so <laughs> wait i have a question <laughs> yeah so you guys met doing a show together we did what show? was your favorite thing about the other person before you guys were like in like actually like oh. a thing what was the thing or like whether it was like performance rides or what was it that was like oh I really like that guy. You're so sweet. That's a really Ew. good question. Um, it's going to require Sam to say something he likes about me. Uh, he has a pretty voice. Oh. You like listening to him sing. I like his pretty voice. I mean, <laughs> if you've heard it, you would understand. <laughs> both of you. I like watching both Shucks. of you. Um, In a creepy way. So, like, cheesy and stupid. I like... <laughs> the second we met, I was like, "Well, I like him." <laughs> like he just like, the energy about him was so 
Like he came into the room and I was just like, oh, that's a that's an exciting person. You were like, like drawn that's to a, him. Yeah, that's a, a charismatic person. He also immediately really likes Jews. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> What's his name? Max Greenfield. He's like high up on the list, so it's I've got a type for sure. What was it when we met? When you realized that like I was supposed to be? The <laughs> it partner? was that story about unique elegance. Like, but but that's not about me though. Like, what was it? it? The way you told, the way you speak, the way you are, the way you exist, the way you the make, way you make me feel. yeah, the way well, you look, you re- the way you make me tonight. feel. You really turn me on. Like, I don't, I don't want lyrics. I want. Me feel what like is it? What woman? was it? Well. I mean, it was precious, unique elegance. Yeah, it was okay. the delivery. I think your delivery is the thing that that. Like, and also, I, like the minute you walked in the room, I thought you were an exciting person, really yeah. charismatic off the bat, mm-hmm. and I just going. liked okay, her. So, that's just how you, so you were like you drawn to her. So I was really drawn to her. So <laughs> I'll marry you. Oh we're yeah, getting they're getting married. married. I'm so excited. I was at work and had three Miss Facetimes from Sam and Why said I think you were going to say three mimosas <laughs> I and I literally was sitting in the back room and my thought goes Sam has never Sam Orwell have never tried to FaceTime me either someone busted something <laughs> or they're engaged like literally my first I was like and then when I realized I started jumping up and down and my manager was like what is wrong with you I said I think my friends got engaged she goes you don't know I was like no but I know I just know and I was like I have to go in the back I'm sorry so then I was ready do you have any advice to uh, artists out there maybe in a struggle? Uh, I, I <laughs> Don't mean, do it. No, <laughs> don't do what? This. <laughs> Drugs. No, do them. You'll need them. It's kind of funny that I... Wait, it's like not the, a drug. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I, like over the past two days, have had kind of a tough time with some of these things. Um, and so I wouldn't have realized that this would be my advice that I've been asked this question yesterday, but talk about it. Like this is so wildly helpful. I think everyone thinks they need to be totally um, like, I'm a go getter. I'm a go. I'm fine. I'm going to auditions. It's okay to be a mess. It's okay to be a mess. <laughs> it's okay. Not it's to okay. Be not okay. To be okay. Yes, but it's okay to like need yeah. to talk to people and need to vent because it is incredibly frustrating because it's worth it when it's going well but when it's not it's incredibly frustrating and it is so helpful to talk about it's so cathartic and it's so necessary and so talk about and it and do it for the right reasons if you want to just do it to just be the star and all the time honey go on youtube have everything for that. be yeah. about you that's yeah. not what this is about and you'll that'll be a very self-destructive way to approach yeah. it mm-hmm. if you want to do it f- for the craft i don't really like saying the craft but right. But just, if you can't see yourself doing anything else... For the expression of it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That's human nature, too, like, in, on both planes of what you're saying. Like, what do you do when you put a lot of crap in your body and you've had all this bad food? Like, you detox, you sweat things out, you shit things out. How is it not any different with the way your emotions work right, and your head works? Like, yeah. you, right. have to ex- you have to register it, process it. Sorry if it's graphic, you know, but and then, like, get it out. Yeah. You have to talk, you, you have to sing, you have been. whatever like that, that is. Like we said, like, it's okay to go into that dark place because that's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I'll live there. And then find one of the many expressions <laughs> to get yourself the hell out yeah, of it. Yeah, go find, find it. your friends. And go I find was, your friends! I was going to say, <laughs> like, this is kind of cheesy. I've obviously, you know, always had to because we met in college. But find people who get your fucking brain. I was yeah. miserable in Jersey when I first came home, like I said earlier, and felt so terrible because I didn't have anyone to talk to. 
and then these fucking weirdos and a bunch of other people came into my life. And I'm like, shit, I'm fine now because I have people 20 minutes away, not two hours away, that if I need to, I can be like, can we please hang out? Because yeah. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. And if you don't think you have that person, be that person, and I guarantee you'll, you'll figure have, it yeah. out. And don't make your entire life theater. Please like, don't. Oh find God. other things to do. Because oh if God, you need money, real. theater's not going to be that. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Find other ways to make money. Be a stripper. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. though. Moral sure. of the story. Expression. Moral of today's show episode. Show your titties. Be a, Be a stripper. stripper. Show your tits. If you got it, flaunt it. Yeah. Everybody's doing a great job. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing a great job. <laughs> show your titties. Yay. I'll shake them. Wear a knee Show them titties. Just don't sleep with anybody. Shake your titties. I'm just saying be a stripper, don't be a prostitute. Oh, oh. Oh, sure. That's the illegal one. And Yorkies. And, um... Like papillons, mm-hmm. French. like a sensible black lab. Black lab like is always American. good. Golden, I mean, golden retrievers mm-hmm. though. Golden direwolves, husky. Husky. Oh, husky. Husky. Malamutes are so cute. Malam, I thought it was Malamut. Well, a mutt. Do you have a dog? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>